Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Fitzy. Let's really think about this trade for one second. And and I understand the no trade clause was a huge deal breaker here and they wanted him off the books and they're going into reset and tank mode. But you mean to tell me this is the best you can get for Brad Beal when Rudy Gobert just got five first round picks. Paul George got seven with some swap picks. Chris Paul, I think, got two first round picks in 2019 with some swaps. And, and this is what you get. You, you send him to Phoenix for basically dead weight and, and some a few second-round picks. Uh, it's a brutal trade for me, and I understand. Yeah. Hey, Chandler Parsons. That was Chandler Parsons appearing on Monday via FanDuel TV, speaking with Sham Sharania and others. Uh, buddy, you're not the only one who thinks this is a brutal trade. I think you speak for... Not just Celtics fans who are disappointed, as we learned, that their team didn't pursue Bradley Beal. I think you speak for pretty much all NBA fans, except those who root for the Phoenix Suns, and your assessment of the Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns deal as being absolutely brutal. I am here to question it on a number of levels, and I would also like to welcome you to your Tuesday. Good morning. It is Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. This is Breaking Boston, where your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart sometimes. Andy is concluding his vacation in Puerto Rico, so I got you guys covered with your hot cup of Boston sports. I'm here to welcome you to your day and give you what you need to feed your rabid Boston sports fandom. And today, Red Sox will be playing in Minnesota all week. We covered them yesterday, talking about the big sweep against the Yankees over the weekend, New England Patriots. Not much new in the Jack Jones saga. Boston Bruins still upset about getting bumped in the first round by the Panthers. The Celtics. Yes, the NBA draft is Thursday night, and people in the area are wondering why the Boston Celtics were not in on the Bradley Beal deal. Why weren't the Celtics interested in one of Jason Tatum's best basketball friends, someone who's from St. Louis? The guys are tight. Would have been a great fit on the team. And you may not even have had to have moved Jalen Brown for him. You heard Chandler Parsons in our opening clip talking about the fact that this is a head scratcher. If you just simply go to Twitter, and I understand, I know that should come with a caveat disclaimer and warning. When you go to Twitter, you have to be prepared to see things you're not ready to see, get involved in conversations and arguments you're not ready for and play in the mud for a little while. But if you just type in Bradley Beal, Bradley B-E-A-L, that's the name of the now former shooting guard for the Washington Wizards, as I like to call them, who's now a member of the Phoenix Suns in a trade that is as lopsided and absurd as anyone could imagine. I'll just fill you in on the details of that trade first. Then we'll get into Bradley Beal typing it in, what this has to do with the Celtics and why people are crying shame, why people are saying, you must revoke this trade, Commissioner Silver. So as we heard over the weekend, the breaking news was Bradley Beal, who's a max contract player for the Wizards, who Chandler Parsons said are going into tank and reset mode, which, by the way, should be something that's available on Madden or any other like maybe college sports or any pro games that you play on your PlayStation or your Xbox in the future. That's pretty interesting. So the deal is the Phoenix Suns receive Bradley Beal, Jordan Goodwin and Isaiah Todd. Sure. 
they could be their their people. They play basketball. The Wizards receive Chris Paul, which is basically a an expiring contract because we've heard they're looking to already move him on to a contender. Landry Shamet, multiple second round picks and multiple pick swaps. That's it. That's all the Wizards got in return for Bradley Beal, one of the preeminent players of the NBA of the last decade or almost therein, somebody who just a couple of years ago averaged 30 points per game. Last season, he averaged 23 points, four rebounds, five assists. But just a couple of years ago, when the Wizards were debating and then subsequently signing him to a max deal, this is someone who is averaging 31 points a game. This is like an, this is an elite basketball player. This is somebody who was going to the all-star game on the regular. This is a difference maker. It's it's truly unbelievable that this is that this deal went through and that that's all the deal was for. And before we get into what were the Celtics thinking and why everyone else is so mad, let's just point out this one fact. Now, I cannot fully corroborate this. This is just again something we read online, something we found on a website that has a little bit of veracity to it. There was a tweet that started making the rounds late Sunday evening and got a little play yesterday on Monday, and I still think it, it merits consideration and discussion. So apparently, part of the impetus for pushing this deal through, the Miami Heat were also intensely involved in the discussions for Bradley Beal, and they really wanted to get him. They were trying to center their package around the expiring contract of Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson hoping not have hoping to not have to deal away Tyler Hero, a couple of first round draft picks. Okay, now at least it sounds like something that makes for a decent deal. At least Washington will have something to be able to rebuild their team around as they go into quote tank and reset mode. So apparently, get this. So this from at Dr. Guru underscore, one of your favorite follows. Yeah, I heard of him just the other day as well. But I read through, seems like it's legit. Are you ready for this? Bradley Beal's agent, Mark Bartlestein, is the father of Sun's CEO, Josh Bartlestein. Phoenix was able to acquire Beal for just Chris Paul, Landry Shamet, and second round picks. Okay, now are you are, are you are you with me? Are you are you up on the idea that collusion may need be cried, that there's foul play, that this seems like it's like this kind of stank right from the get-go. Like, that's all you're getting for this guy who could be a massive difference maker? And by the way, Phoenix Suns underperformed significantly in the recent round of the NBA playoffs because they have DeAndre Ayton at center, obviously. He's a big-ticket player. He costs a lot of money. Devin Booker, he's a big-ticket player. He costs a lot of money. You got a max contract in the form of Kevin Durant, who they mortgaged their future for. A team like that who just dealt away all of their picks and basically mortgaged the better part of the next half decade for so they can make a run now shouldn't be able to go ahead and get another max contract player and then really, really go for it this year. This has to, this just stinks to me. No wonder why. Now let's go back to what I was talking about a few minutes ago. If you type in Bradley Beal into Twitter, the first thing will probably pop up. NBA fans do not think this should have went down. You'll see things on Total Pro Sports, Clutch Points, Bleacher Report, other places where people are crying foul all over the place. All over the place saying, this seems wrong. This makes no sense. Bleacher Report reported on Monday, Clippers and Warriors contacted the Suns about Chris Paul before the Bradley Beal trade. 
Uh, interesting note and nugget right here. You know how Chris Paul learned about the trade from the Phoenix Suns to the Washington Wizards, a place he will not have a uniform made, should not have to go through the dog and pony show of a press conference. God, this guy's been moved around so much. I swear, he's like a sofa on Craigslist, uh, at, you know, at Alston Christmas, who's been moved, put on the street, taken somewhere else. Lord knows what's happened there. Lord knows what's gone on with Chris Paul. All I know is the guy's never won an NBA championship, even though that's an NBA Hall of Famer right there. He found out that he was getting moved to the Washington Wizards via social media on an airplane on the way from the West Coast to the East Coast to tape an appearance on Good Morning America. What a world. Honestly, what a world we live in. So, yeah, he wasn't expecting it. He has no intention of possibly ever playing a game for the Wizards. This is a uh, it's a little bit of a mess right now. Absolute donuts, a steal for Phoenix. Now, Phoenix can go for it now with the new CBA that's going to be going into place. They're only going to be able to hold on to all the players that they have right now, all these max contracts for one year. And then likely someone else is going to have to get dealt away. I don't know if it's Booker. I don't know if it's KD. I don't know if it's going to be Beal. If this is basically a rental deal, that's why they were able to give away absolutely nothing since Chris Paul will likely end up on the Lakers or the Clippers or probably not the Celtics. Who knows what the Celtics plan is? We'll get to that in a second, but he's not going to be there. They're going to have to move on from someone next year. So this is an all-in Russ. I think he's going to porker. They're going to go for it. Yeah, they're going to absolutely go for it type of year for the Phoenix Suns. Okay, great. Western Conference is going to be lit. Golden State, they're on the last legs, although we learned Monday that uh, Draymond Green, everyone's favorite, thank you, Draymond. Bop, 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 bop. Draymond Green is opting out of his $27.5 million deal with the Golden State Warriors. So he's going to become a free agent. Don't dare mention that you want that kind of toughness and that kind of attitude and that kind of push and pull on the Celtics because your timeline will be a disaster. Don't worry. I blanked around and find out, found out on Monday. That was pretty interesting. So who knows what's going on with the Warriors? But yeah, Jokic and the Nuggets, if they're going to try to run it back, they're going to have to contend with the Suns. Suns should have been a tougher out just a few weeks ago. They're going to definitely be a tougher out next year. Lakers are still going to try to go for it while they have LeBron. Western Conference is going to be back to where it was a couple of years ago. It's going to be on fire. Bunch of teams in the East. The Bucks were interested. Obviously, Miami made a major push for Bradley Beal. But why weren't the Celtics in on Bradley Beal? I don't understand this. Our very own Jermaine Wiggins, a headline you could have read Monday on WEI.com from the Greg Hill Show, hosted by Adam Jones. Celtics made, quote, the biggest mistake by not going after Bradley Beal. Now, oftentimes, when Wiggy drops some of his hot takes, like he says, quote, biggest mistake ever by the Celtics. I don't know what the Celtics are doing. Why would you not want a guy like Bradley Beal and that you might have been able to get Bradley Beal without having to move on from Jalen Brown? Yeah, um, and Adam Jones went on to say, yeah, obviously you probably could have. Why wouldn't the Celtics have been interested? There was a subsequent tweet. Uh, where was the tweet corroborating that? Somebody confirmed, I think it was Brian Robb of Mass Live. Yeah, it was. Brian Robb of Mass Live confirmed that the Celtics were never really in on Bradley Beal in the first place. Now, Bradley Beal could have been a major, major, major asset for the Celtics. Could have been a fantastic addition. In addition to his relationship with Jason Tatum, he can still score. Also, he doesn't have what I've been harping on and beating the drum about for years, positional redundancy as a wing like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. He's a different cat altogether. Yes, you have to make the money lineup. Yes, you have to make the money match, which, which is the one thing Phoenix had in their favor 
Maybe that's why he went for dimes on the dollar, donuts on the dollar, because you got to get rid of Chris Paul and some other guys that lines up with Bradley Beal and his max contract. It, uh, what could the Celtics have done? Would they have had to have basically sent Time Lord, Marcus Smart, and Malcolm Brogdon away to be able to bring in Bradley Beal? Would people have been comfortable with that? Would Brad Stevens have been comfortable? Would Joe Missoula have been comfortable with that? Uh, by the way, the Celtics did bring aboard another assistant coach on Monday. Phil Pressy now joins the staff. So that's a pretty good bench you got going on there for Joe Missoula. You got Phil Pressy, you got Charles Lee, and of course, Sam Cassell. Charles Lee is the head assistant coach on the staff. So that looks great. But what about the team? We've heard Brad Stevens is going to be aggressive, that the Celtics are going to be one of the more active teams in advance of Thursday night's NBA draft. Well, here came a chance to get someone that you know your star player who has a pretty loud voice in the room would have loved to have seen the team get someone who could have been an, an auxiliary scorer for the team on nights when, I don't know, Jason Tatum rolls his ankle in a game seven and Jalen Brown gets a case of the terribles and just can't score the <laughs> score the ball and dribbles it off his foot time again and has as many turnovers as made baskets in the game. A guy like Bradley Beal would probably come to the rescue because some nights it's not Derek White's night. Malcolm Brogdon has a flexor strain or a torn tendon in his forearm, and things are a mess. But instead of figuring out a way to make the money work, may have been a lot for them to give up. Brad must have a plan that we don't know about, obviously. Cut to a few days from now, maybe we'll understand. I'll be the first one to say, let me slice myself off a huge piece of that humble pie. Mea culpa, Fitzy. Bad take, Isle Fitzy. Clean up an Isle Fitzy. That's fine. Not the first time. Certainly won't be the last. But I got to side with everyone right now who thinks, A, this trade stinks out loud. This is a barrel of rotten fish heads right here. I'm sorry. I, I think there were some dirty dealings in there. Phoenix got better. I don't know how the league feels about this. If the outcry, if the din of, of discontent and discomfort will get loud enough to force Adam Silver to, quote, <clears throat> launch an investigation or look into this. We'll see about that. No one is happy about this trade at all. We'll see exactly. I'm not even worried about the chemistry on Phoenix or how this trade works out on the court for them. Right now, they look, and I know a lot of times these things don't work out, they look super teamish, super team adjacent, super team-like, super team-esque, whatever the case, they look like a wagon. The Celtics, they're still a very good team, but they had a chance to get better. Even with, you know, addition by, you know, a decent amount of subtraction, they could have gotten better. So I'm kind of with Wiggy. I'm kind of with the other fans around town who believe that the Celtics should have been in on Bradley Beal. What Brad Stevens chooses to do over the next couple of days in advance of the draft Thursday night, the Wembyamathon, where we know he's going to go to San Antonio. And after that, Scoot Henderson and company. We'll see where everybody goes. It's just... It's just strange. It's when something like that, which seems like an obvious fit, someone who's been discussed, imagine dealing away Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal when Phoenix is like, yeah, uh, we got this old uh, rusty bicycle and, uh, you know, a, a couple of JV guys. And uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, we'll throw in this used grill. Two of the burners are out, but uh, yeah, you know, it'll be a, yeah, you, you, can, a little, you can make a little something of it if you want. A very lopsided deal. Maybe we'll all learn and things will be different a couple of days from now. But for the moment, for the moment right now, 
This seems wildly lopsided and borderline egregiously in favor of the Phoenix Suns for some reason. May just be the whole agent, father, son, president of the Phoenix Suns arrangement. And as far as the Boston Celtics, you've left us raising our hands in the air, scratching our head and wondering why. When something that seems like it could have been a solution for a few of your offensive woes late in the season on a team where Joe Missoula wants to stress offense, unless they've got a drastically different plan we don't know about, and that must be the case, this seems like a missed opportunity. And we hate missed opportunities as much as, uh, as, much as we hate watching your team go very slowly and painfully into that good night on home court where they had a losing record all postseason long. Those are just my thoughts, and I thought I wanted to share them with you for a very good Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. What do you guys think about the Bradley Beal deal? Did the Celtics miss out? Do you think there might be something else in store from Brad Stevens and company? We'll find out over the next couple of days. We were told as much, so keep your nose to the grindstone, keep your ears open, and make sure you stay tuned to WEEI, WEEI.com, and, of course, Breaking Boston. If you get a chance, rate, review, subscribe, and share. I'll be back tomorrow with whatever is the hottest, latest, and biggest story going on around Boston. Andy rejoins the program on Thursday. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, okay, Brad, you're on the clock.